All right, how are you guys doing? This episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. It's, it's kind of a Ukraine. Right now is a very, it's a, it, we're in such a weird spot. I guess the whole world as a whole. I mean, Russia, the airspace was just closed over St. Petersburg uh, for this another, I guess, random UFO sighting. But due to this, the Russians, I don't know, just being who they are, they went ahead and uh, kicked off every bit of alert sirens they had inside the country. Now, they're claiming this thing was a test or is fake, I guess, because at the same time, the Russians, they scrambled to take down this UFO, which we haven't heard anything of, and we're not going to. Clearly, we're not going to know. We don't know if they're going to down it. I'm sure they did. If they didn't, I don't know. No one's going to, I mean, you know what? We might actually know. The internet's a crazy place, but nothing really has came up with it. No, but you know what's actually kind of funny? We just stopped talking about these things here in America, these flying UFO things. Everybody just stopped. We're like little goldfish. You know, you're on to something else. We're back to talking about gender politics and the 2024 elections and everything else. And everybody kind of forgot, hey, you guys remember the big floating Tic Tacs like last week? No one wants to talk about those things. No, no one, no one's worried about those floating Tic Tacs. You know what I mean? Like, don't, <laughs> what? Oh my God. And the Japanese government, by the way, plans to acquire 400 U.S. made Tomahawk cruise missiles to help uh, boost the counter-strike abilities. They're a little bit worried. As uh, much as they should be, they're, they're pretty worried, I guess, with China. Also, apparently, North Korea is keeps shooting. I don't know. I don't know what the, what the problem is with North Korea. They just want to, they're just poking at the bear. Putin also awarded Steven Seagal an order of the friendship. So there's also that. That happened. Uh, this is not a joke. The actor was honored for an outstanding contribution for developing international, cultural, and humanitarian cooperation. Whatever the hell that means. I have no idea what that means. I think they just took a bunch of words that sound cool, smashed them together. But you know what, Steven Seagal? Here you go, buddy. The dude has not missed. Uh, he, if he, <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I'm not going. I'm going to leave that be. Steven Seagal is basically a massive traitor at this point. We all get it. Actually, we're about to watch another video with another traitor here in a second, an American one. Uh, the Russian events ministry has stated that the U.S. is planning to use toxic chemicals in Ukraine as well. Now we're back over to that. This is not the first time we've heard these claims. Uh, it's nothing has came of it ever because it's never true. It's almost like they get bored. They're like, you know what? We need to hear ourselves talk. We need to come up with something kind of crazy. And the Nazi stuff isn't working for a little bit. You know what? They're about to use chemicals. Chemical warfare is coming. Wait, what, where did you get that information from? When was the last time the Americans actually we used chemicals on anybody? Uh, you know, the last, you know what? The last country to use chemicals on their civilian population was one or is one currently that the, the, the uh, Russians are, are, are tied to. I mean, I don't, I don't want to be that guy, but Syria wasn't too long ago. Now, this next piece is also one that it's more likely going to get a, a copyright strike on this channel because it's RT Network stuff and YouTube actually takes their side quite often. Uh, but you know what? Fuck it. We're going to give it a shot. You want to see this dirtbag? You're about to see him. Former U.S. Army soldier John McIntyre was a foreign mercenary in Ukraine. Down there, it's me and all the boys. Say so, y'all. Earlier this month, he defected to Russia. He brought everything with him papers, files, intelligence, and maps. The thing is, he always meant to. The first question is why, why are you here? I mean, well, uh, it's the reason I came uh, to Ukraine in the first place. You know, uh, I'm a communist, I'm an anti-fascist, and uh, we have to fight fascism everywhere. You know, so uh, I came when I came to Ukraine. I knew uh, that I would try to get as much information as I could. 
about, you know, anything that would be helpful and uh, defect across lines. The problem is, is uh, when I was in uh, Harkov, I was going to swim across and uh, I found out they had uh, snipers in position. So if anybody, uh, and actually found out that the snipers were for defectors, not for actually uh, protection. They were actually, uh, anybody tried to defect, they would shoot them, you know. Since March 2022, John served in Ukraine's Foreign Legion and Nationalist Battalion Karpatskaya Sech. He saw and documented the Ukrainian war machine in all its ugly glory from the inside. He became part of it. God bless Ukraine, God bless America, but f*** you Russia. F*** you Russia. It's f***ing Russia. F*** you Russia. Can I uh, step on this? Slava Ukraini. Horrorum Slava. It's Russia. F*** Russia. As time went on, you know, I had to become more nationalistic, more Nazistic, you know, doing... Does that uh, explain the videos where you were, you were like, f*** Putin and f*** Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. It's, uh, it's part of it to maintain my cover because I got to become them. You know what I mean? If I'm going to be with them, I got to become them, you know. And doing, the, you know, Hitler salute, stepping on Russian flags, everything. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Karpatska siege, baby. Slava Ukraina. Heroin Slava. Slava, Slava, Slava. Yeah. When I first came, I didn't. I kind of expected they wouldn't be that big of a problem. Like I, I kind of, you know, assumed that it was just. Like a, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think there was actually that many. But uh, when I came, I was really surprised. It was everybody have, you know, tattoos and uh, Nazi symbolism. Sometime later on, uh, on my Facebook page, I had uh, pictures of uh, Che Guevara and. Uh, the Soviet Union, and uh, I got questioned for having communist views, and uh, I had to think quick on my feet, you know, and I, I just told him, I said, hey, I'm an anti-fascist, I'm here to fight Russian imperialism and the Nazis and this and that, and they said, uh, no, the Russians aren't the Nazis, we're the Nazis, and... Uh, they, who, yeah. who said this? Who said this? Uh, it was just um, some guys from uh, Croatia or Czech, I can't remember what they were. Uh, these are foreigners as well? Foreigners, yeah, foreigners. Now, as you guys can't tell, he is a traitor. 100% is a traitor. And honestly, this guy is going to be, I don't know, he's going to find himself in a hard spot at some point. That's about everybody in their life finds himself in a, between a rock and a hard place. Right now, he might be at a high because now he's turned communist. Okay. He's not going to be able to return to the United States. Okay. I love how they also make this guy out to seem like he's some crazy American soldier who's done a lot. He's extremely experienced. And this dude's a boot. If you guys have ever been in the military, this dude is 100% a boot. He's, he's, he might have just finished his three-year tour. I call it tour. His three-year rotation, not even a rotation. God bless this kid. Doesn't even know what a rotation is. His three-year enlistment. Thank you. He's never seen a lick of combat. I'm gonna be, let's just be honest. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's literally done nothing. I can tell by the age of the guy, the photo, the dress uniform he's taken, his awards that he literally has none. Like, he doesn't know anything. Like it's, 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 to me, it's no different than picking up a guy at your local range that knows how to shoot an, uh, a rifle pretty well. Like, you know, let's go pick up this guy. He can come join. That's, that's your average infantryman. Let's just be honest. Some they may know how to react to contact a little better than others, and that's pretty much it. Anyway, he's just a straight-up trader. Not really too worried about it. I thought I would show it because it is kind of interesting. Now, a few decades ago, private citizens used to actually be largely private. You know, what's changed? The Internet. Now, think about everything you guys have browsed, searched for, watched, or tweeted. Now, imagine all that data being crawled through, collected, and aggregated in, into, like, this third party. Third parties, and now they're making them uh, permanently public, okay? 
Everybody can see this. It's your record, but it's now public. Having your private life exposed for others to see is it's not good. You don't want to want to be like a celebrity. Celebrities have to worry about it. You don't want to be like that. But in an era where everything is online, everything is public, hey, you got to keep your data private. And that's how I do. I, I actually turned to ExpressVPN and you need to as well. Did you guys know there are hundreds of data brokers out there who literally are wholesaling your info? They're buying, selling data. Like the worst part about this is you don't have, you cannot tell them what, not, what, what they can't do, what they can't sell, what they can't take. It's, it's yours. They can, you can't do anything about it though. But guess what? One of these data points is your IP address and these harvesters actually use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, your connection, my connection, everybody's connection that's on my network network and it's connected to it gets rerouted through an encrypted server that my IP address is now going to be masked. It's great. So every time I turn on ExpressVPN, I give them a random IP address that's shared with ExpressVPN customers that makes it more difficult for third parties to identify me and anybody else that's on my network to harvest my data or theirs. And the best part about it is it's very, very, very easy. No matter what device you're on, phone, laptop, smart TV, anything like that, you get it with one touch of a button and it's all protected. It's great. So if you guys are like me and you guys believe that your data is your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. All you got to do is visit expressvpn.com forward slash rob and get three months for free e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com yes expressvpn.com forward slash rob to get three months for free so go to expressvpn.com forward slash rob to learn more now the united states can actually uh well they i say they can they now just came out publicly and say that it's now clear that the chinese have decided to take a side on the war inside of ukraine now if it wasn't already clear for enough of you guys sitting at your home and i could not realize this they took this out of the Russians. It's, they didn't take ours. We all know this. Now, a Chinese spokesman had something to actually add on to this. Now, the economics of this war is greatly different from that of World War II. Back then, the trade, especially with China and pretty much everywhere else, it's nothing like it is now. I know the world trade has been happening since boats have been involved, but you guys know what I mean. On the scale that we're talking about now, we're talking about $750 billion to like the United States and $730 billion or something to Europe. I mean, that's a ton of money. That's just from China, okay? A lot of American companies are dependent on China. The Chinese are dependent on the world trade for their economy. So I'm not entirely sure how this is going to play out because as I've already made it known, we won't play around with whatever idea that is that China is trying to say they're going to mess with Taiwan. A lot of people think that maybe this channel just might be surrounded so much around the, the war inside of Ukraine, but I'm telling you guys, as this thing comes to fruition, the, the, the head starts showing of the snake, something's going to happen. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I sound crazy. I may sound like a conspiracy theorist, but we're in a weird spot. The right side and the left side, we're going to be cut in half. I'm not talking about political. I'm talking about Russia and Ukraine, China, Taiwan. It's going to happen. They want to get that little tiny island back. They want to get it. You know, we're going to continue down this path with Russia and China just for a minute because I normally do not agree with anything these guys say on Russian State TV, but I, I can actually sit back and say, you know what? I think, I think they actually might have a point here. Истекший год он показал, что действительно наши отношения полностью соответствуют вот этой модели всеобъемлющего стратегического партнерства. So what I, what I think here is we, we could advise the Chinese. Uh, well, you probably shouldn't do here. You know, it's not going to do very much unless you want this thing to be a larger conflict. I mean, they're just, they're just not incorrect here. I mean, I like to go down this, I, I don't know. I like, for, for argument's sake, we can go down this path. And it's just, I, I don't know. I, I, us as Americans, we're supplying the Ukrainians with weapons. And that was mainly because they were extremely weak as a country in comparison to Russia at the time. And they, I mean, they're not really like overpowering the Russians, but right now they're, I mean, they're, it's just because, think about it. If we didn't come in and do anything, it, it, would, it wouldn't have been what it is right now. 
But if you really want to take back and look at it from a, a different point of view, Ukraine is pretty much the buffer for NATO right now. And, and what I mean by that is they are separating NATO countries from Russia currently. So it, it's kind of works in our best interest to make sure that that stays like that. I know they just, they just announced, NATO just announced today that Ukraine will end up in NATO. So if that is a case, which I don't know how that's even going to be a thing because the Ukraine as a country will not be able to join NATO as it has a conflict on its border. So Russia's never going to allow that to happen to stop. Very strange spot to be in. But China coming in and stating that we don't have anything to say. It's just, yeah, okay, that's true. We don't. We don't. But, but we don't want the Russians expanding west. For sure, 100%. And if China gives Russia weapons, it, it's going to do nothing more than show how ill-prepared the Russians really are for war. You know what I mean? That's really all it's going to do. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I guess you can look at it a few different ways. If, if Ukraine somehow does enter NATO, which I don't think that's going to be a thing. I think maybe they're just saying this so the Russians know that we're not going anywhere. Because I know the support for the war here in America has pretty much dwindled to nothing. Let's be real. No one talks about it. It's not on the news anymore. For the most part, if it is on the news, on the right side of things, like Fox or anything like that, they're going to be talking about how we're wasting money. And people that actually know me from my other channel, they think I'm actually some crazy, like, weird leftist guy because I'm talking about the war inside of Ukraine. I look at it completely differently, though. I do, personally. I'm not left. I would say I'm probably more right than I am left, to be honest with you. I would say more in the middle. I kind of, like, try to take things in and kind of look at it and make my own judgment call. But here in America, if you are for the Ukrainian side of things, you're on the left. And if you are on the right side of stuff, you hate everything about the Ukraine because we're spending too much money on the war and we should be spending it here in America. I can see both sides. But the thing is, if we're spending 2% of our military budget to take down Russia, that's a pretty good investment in my eyes. I mean, I don't see the problem with it myself. I personally, you want to be, be honest with you guys? I, would wanna, I want us to ramp it up even more, give them more stuff, and end this thing as fast as we possibly can. That's what I would like to see. I wouldn't even be opposed by putting boots on the ground. Like, that's how, that's how I'm like, okay, let's get this shit over. Let's get it over with. Let's do it. Let's show them, like, let's show them how powerful we are. Push them all the way back to their border. And that's it. Then be like, okay, cool. This is where you're going to stay. Russia, you have nothing else here. That, that's what I would like. I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing that, to be honest with you guys. But I know it's not going to happen. And some people think I'm crazy for saying that. Hell, my camera guy probably thinks the same thing at this point. Because we've been stuck staring at the damn war for the last, I don't know how many months now. 12? There's always, I, I want this thing, and I'm tired of looking at all the death and the stuff that I got to see on a daily basis. I want to see it end, myself. And I want to see it end with the Ukrainians being victorious, because they deserve to be. It's their country. You know what I mean? They should be. Now, if you want to go down some conspiracy theories type stuff, I will say, I think China is doing things to kind of hurt America quite a bit. I think the fentanyl thing at the border, I could talk about that thing for a minute. I think that's a real thing. Then pushing it. This is this what's crazy. Think about this stuff just for a second, guys. Just for one second. I know this is going off, to, off topic. I'm just free. I'm just free thinking this one. So Chinese are supplying the Mexicans down in Mexico, of course, down in Mexico, with the fentanyl that gets pushed across the border, and they know they're doing it. They're selling it for the cheap, and they know that it's coming across here, causing more addictions and more deaths. And it's kind of wild to me that we're not doing more to stop that at times. It's just that that's that right there, and it's and it's. And we're still doing relations with China. It's like kind of knowing someone's talking terribly behind your back, but then doing business with them in the front. It's just, it's kind of like a mullet in a sense. I don't know. It's, we're, such a, we're in such a weird spot. We're in such a weird spot. I feel like when I was growing up as a kid, I didn't have to ever worry about this kind of stuff because I never did. Now, as an adult, it's like, my God, the world is so jacked up. And you kind of want to just take your kids and kind of put them in a little cocoon. 
Anyway, random rant with Rob. How about that? Thank you, guys. I appreciate everything you just done for your country. Thanks for listening to me there. So we're going to be looking over here. We're in Bakhmut. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, the war inside of Ukraine has almost come to a standstill throughout every other area. It is, it is really, really is kind of crazy. Now, I'm going to say there's a lot of weird stuff going on inside of this northern portion of Bakhmut. I told you guys these couple chunks right here were taken. The, the Russians had blown a dam down here. Okay, or excuse me, the Ukrainians blew a dam down there to slow down the Russians. But at the same time, now I'm getting like, I'm seeing a bunch of reports that the Ukrainians have started a counteroffensive, which I'm not really entirely sure that's true because I've seen no visual proof of it. Usually when we see that happening, we, we know it's a thing. So what I, what, I've, what I keep seeing pushed around, and there's one guy that is claiming it to be a real thing, is that not only are they pushing out of the city, but they're also pushing in from the north and kind of squeezing the Russians off this MO3 route that runs north and south right here. Do I think that's going to be the case? I really don't, but it'd be absolutely insane if it was. From what I've seen, the Wagners have actually advanced a little bit more in the north and also here on the eastern side through this area right here. So I don't really know, but I will say Bachmann itself is holding tremendously well. Once again, I don't know how long this is going to go on, but this is like the main area of Ukraine right now. And you know, you know what is another thing that I have been thinking about uh, with regards to this big spring offensive Maybe the Russians are playing it smart here. Maybe they really are going to wait till mid-March, end of March, or April to really kick this thing off. Maybe they wait to see if they can take Bakhmut, settle for a second, and then start to push. Maybe because they, maybe they are actually trying to focus on one area, take it, and then push. I don't know. I do know that they, the Ukrainians are very hot and heavy on going in the south, out of Zaporizhia, and push south. I do know that. I told you guys in the last episode, Zelensky is still stating that he is going to take Crimea. That's going to be a thing he's going to take. Okay, I know the United States actually just put out put out today that they do not believe the Russians have the ability and they, they have no they do not have the ability right now to take any more ground inside of Ukraine over the next year because of how much equipment and man manpower they've lost. Just them saying that out loud, that's kind of nuts as well. If America thinks that and from what I've said in previous episodes. Russia's long game is the way that they could win this war. That's all they could do. They can they can literally can wait this thing out for the next five years, and America's support is going to dwindle. There's no way it's not going to. Something else is going to happen in the world. Something's going to happen here in America. For one, political change is going to happen. That is going to happen 100%. So they're not going to have that kind of uh, support behind them over the next two years. But anyway, I do love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'll see you guys here in the next day or so. Uh, other than that, I'll catch you guys in another episode.